Welcome to the Boy Thrive Podcast, where we're passionate about empowering boys and men. With insights and practical advice from experts and real-life stories from men who have overcome challenges, we're creating a supportive and inclusive community that helps boys and men thrive in all areas of their lives. Introducing your host, Opando Maureen, who is passionate about nurturing a future generation of all-rounded responsible fathers, husbands, leaders, brothers, and uncles who are secure about their role in society and encourage both genders to thrive. The Boy Thrive podcast will be available twice a month, so be sure to subscribe and tune in for new episodes. And now let's tune in to today's show. Today we have a very special guest, and this is one of the guests that you're going to be seeing for a very long time uh, because we are having a partnership, so I would call it co-hosting. And the reason we're having this is just basically to uh, have diverse um, uh, thoughts, diverse experiences, because most people have asked me before, Boy Tribe podcast is about men and boys and I'm female, so how am I really going to help them? And uh, the point was that <laughs> in as much as that it's so, uh, somebody has to take the initiative and then bring the people who actually can give us the experience from the man perspective. So that is majorly the reason why um, we're having our guests. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much, Maureen, and thank you for inviting me to Boy Thrive podcast, uh, which is, yes, honestly and really about boys, about men, uh, about the growth of a boy child. And you mentioned that because you're a woman, you might not know uh, what goes Ooh. on uh, in the lives of, uh, of boys. Uh, yes. You're a mother. And, yes. Yes. Uh, you can have your own input into, into that because of your motherly instinct and um, the constant gift that God gave you to be able to nourish and to be able to, to grow uh, people. And I mean, uh, going higher than boys, men, and especially married men, it, it's yeah. women, it's wives that really are able to take care of the family, and I'm speaking yes. that from a man's perspective. Women are able to take care of their family better than men. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I'm not shy to say it. So, so let's start from your name. Uh, my name is Vesecha Moko. I'm based in South Africa, Pretoria. I'm a not an entrepreneur, but yeah, I run a business inside a business. Um, very nice for people to understand. I work for a radio station, and I love people, especially young people, that are positive, that um, that want to grow, especially the economy, that want to make sure that their communities, the communities they, they, they live in, uh, flourish. Because entrepreneurship is really about the community, not about the money. Yeah. That's why I love especially young boys, young women as well. I mean, the focus from all government, and I think from the world, is on women. That is true. That is just so that we also support the boy child, that he is not left behind, and he doesn't yeah. feel left out. He doesn't feel unloved. Mm -hmm. um, There's a proper, proper platform. Mm -hmm. I think that is one thing that 
uh, we've taken a lot of time to figure out that in as much as we want the female to really level up with the boys because they have been uh, left out for a long time, if we do not take on board the man or the boy as well, then we'll be doing the same cycle of the same problem because then we'll be solving one problem and leaving the other one. So basically that is why Boy Drive Podcast is here. Uh, we really are focused on making sure that we have a safe space where the man can speak about many issues. The mother can speak about boys' issues. The family can speak about the husband's issues. The brothers, the sisters can, you know, we cannot claim that we'll only be talking to men because the boy and the man lives in a society that consists of both men and females. So the best we can do is actually to see how well they integrate with each other, how they coexist, that each of them has the respect that they need and the value that they, they bring on the table, as well as their God-given responsibility to this world. Because each one of us have their own design on their fingerprints. So it means each one of us is unique and will only deliver that which that person can deliver. So that is the reason we are here. And we really hope that uh, we can do as much as God shall allow us to. So when we're talking about basically to bring out the journey that has been so far, uh, Boitra podcast, we did start as um, Dusty Gold podcast. And it had some elements of the man, but the value was that uh, was speaking mostly about uh, people who have overcome challenges and what they have learned. So the journey of just recovery, uh, you know, reinstating oneself after a very hard situation and how that has helped probably to increase or improve the society. But as we moved on, I had this kind of thing that kept stirring up in me. And I was like, I can't talk about men until I give back to a boy. And I was like, okay, now I'm going to have to talk about men and boys because otherwise I'll also be just one problem as there has been. So somebody has to come up and talk about the boys. And towards the end of 2022, I was like, this is the time to speak about Boy Thrive Podcast. So far, we've had really good guests, people who've given us value in different aspects. We've had um, Julia Kat, who's really uh, into parenting and also in business. And we've really delved in different aspects of, of uh, the boy and the man and the perspective of a coach because we're talking about the value of maybe a single parent and the kind of problems or issues that arise from that. I think something major that she mentioned was about um, people thinking that the boy or the man will, you know, will uh, grow up rogue because it is only the mother who is there or they'll have a, a gender identity issues because it's only the mother who is there. But to explore that also to just realize that uh, in as much as single parenting is present and happening, there are different men that are in your life, even as a single parent mother, because you have maybe a pastor or a priest, you have brothers, you have uncles, you have all these people. And if you look at the African culture, we used to grow in a place where a child was always raised by the whole community. It wasn't a function of just one parent or just the family unit of father, mother, and child. So we brought in that aspect of ensuring that we have this kind of people to also play a part in raising up the boy by a, a parent being proactive on how they want their children to, to grow up and making the men in their lives aware of the value they bring and how they can really support a single parent. Of course, we've talked about issues of identity, issues of, of confidence. I had a Kenyan 
speaker about issues of confidence and how we use our words to bring into reality life or death. And that was really awesome because most boys and generally most people have killed their dreams. They have killed their thoughts. They have killed what they would have been by simply using their words. In my scriptures, I'm told that my words, they bring life and death. And if I use them consistently, even if I started by my own self, like I would say, ah, I'm a weak person. And I say that once, it will be just a mistake. The second time I say it, it will be like, oh, okay. The third time I say it, I will bring the spirit that sponsors that kind of thing to take control. So from there on, it won't be me speaking, but it was me, that spirit that sponsoring that action. And that's how I changed my life. So after realizing how much our words means to us, we were calling on the boys and the family and the parents also to be very careful about what they speak to their children. Because apparently parents had this problem of always calling things the names they do not wish them to be. So you'll see a parent being very frustrated and calling a child, uh, you dog, you are such an, an, an idiot, you are a loser. But when the child now starts behaving like a dog by not being having restraint on their um, uh, you know, relationship or behave like an idiot, not trying to figure out the very basic things of life, then you start complaining that the society has bewitched your child. But it was actually by your words that you didn't bewitch your child. So those are other issues that we brought on board. And we are continuing. I also had a discussion with uh, somebody from Uganda who have, with their team, come up with a place where boys can be trained from the age of 7 to 17, where the boys are being taught the values of life. They are, uh, you know, redefining what manhood is and what being a man is all about. And just, you know, giving them the support they need apart from what they receive from their families and, you know, ingraining values on them so that when they get out of there by the age of 17, when they go out in the world, they are better equipped, they are more ready and, uh, you know, they bring value to the table as it is expected of them. So that journey has really been uh, valuable, Mr. Lessage. No, that's, that's absolutely awesome, Maureen. I think, I think uh, you have already built a foundation. Um, and you, you, you're speaking about a boy child adding value to the society. And I think if, if you, you look at uh, young boys or even young men that have lost that sense of adding value, they are into drugs. They don't want to go to school. They, they, they don't want to belong to a family because they don't see themselves as a valuable part of a family, a valuable part of the community, a valuable part of the society. And they limit their thinking, as you were saying, what they are being called, being called lazy, being called stupid, um, and, and, and all of those the more you call your child back, the more they thrive in the child's life. They manifest in the child's life. And this applies to both boys and girls. When they grow up, they grow up with that thinking that my mom or my dad calls me stupid, lazy, idiot, and all that. And that's, what in, that's what's in their mind. But... If, if we can build the love from the family, even when uh, the child is called stupid at, uh, at school or something, the child knows I am appreciated at home. Yeah. My mom sees me 
this beautiful or this handsome. My mom sees me being clever. My mom sees me being helpful. When when I go to my dad and I ask him something, he doesn't just wave me away. Um, yeah. He sits me down uh, and we talk, we chat. And and I think the, the, the other most important thing is not only what we call our children, but how we speak with our children. Do you shout at your child? Because that's the first thing that uh, from a baby, uh, from a baby age, the minute you shout, you close their minds off. So the more you shout at them, the more they start to not hear what you're saying. You know, but if you speak to them and address them like, like they're human beings, they will listen, they will hear, uh, and they will, let's say they do something wrong and you say, you know, what you're doing, I don't like. Or it's dangerous because this is what can happen. Play with fire, that's going to burn you and your skin is going to be off and you're going to get hurt. So you give them proper life experiences of what can happen. Now, you planting experience into this child's life that, oh, if I play with fire, I'm going to get burned. If I play with hot water, that's what's going to happen. If I just run without looking, I may fall. So it's how we teach and address our children as they grow up. And as I said, from the baby age, from when you think they don't hear. So for our children, both male and female, for them to grow and be able to thrive, um, we need as parents to lay the foundation. I'm glad that uh, you you have done it. And although the focus is going to be mainly on the the male child, we will here and there always refer to the to the female child because what are we trying to do? We're trying to integrate the the the, the living together of yeah. the entire family. So men have got to share, sisters have got to share, brothers have got to share. And young children um, have got to come up and say, well, this is how my sister speaks to me or this is how my brother speaks to me. We need that so that we, we, we encompass the whole family and just not just boys. Because if we want to, to sort out the, um, the illnesses that are there in the society, we cannot now say, because the focus of the government is on women, we'll focus on men. And then we leave the others behind. What we'll bring them in so that we share experiences, so that also, although we're focusing on the boys, the boys can see, oh, if I do this to my sister, she doesn't like it, and that's what can happen. I mean, boys should know that they are to protect their sisters. Uh, that's a human thing. Boys are yeah. going to protect their sisters. But when you mentioned about shouting, and that one you really just caught me because before I, I seemed to have to shout for my kids to listen. And if I don't, if I just speak with my normal voice, they just pretend they're not listening and actually not respond. But the moment I raise it a little bit, they'll start like, like you know, yeah. But when the father says something, then he'll only have to say it once or twice at most, and it will be done. So I was wondering, 
is that because I was raised with people shouting down my neck that I had gotten used to the shouting, or is it my frustration that I didn't know what to do? Because I realized that most people get into situations, for example, family, without prior, prior maybe somebody, a parent or somebody has walked the walk, sitting down with them and telling them, you know, in this situation, these are the expectations that you, you might have to open your mind about. These are the areas that you might find a little bit challenging. And maybe these are kind of the places where you get the solution from. So most of people just walk in these things blindly. And for that reason, you find that the trauma I suffered, I project it to the kid. And until that point where I acknowledge that I have a problem and I need to deal with my problem for me to raise a child who do not have the same trauma I had, then it means I really have to work on myself. So the moment I realized what the values of words are and what effect they got and how to just have kids who listen and also just to be able to listen to them because most of us, we grew up in where you, the, your parents said the word that it was final. You didn't have a room to question. You had to obey. So if you didn't obey, most likely you were going to get a thrashing for it. So then now I'm trying to get myself out of that kind of life and try to make sure that I give my child a room to, um, to, to, to question things, to ask things. So that day I had my daughter, the father called and told me, come here and pick this plate, put in the kitchen for me. And she said, wait fast. I'm still washing my hand. And I was like, what? It is my time. If you ever did something like that, you were finished. You are dead. Like, seriously. Yeah. So it's just then, noticing. <laughs> let's look at your, 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 your daughter now. Uh, mm-hmm. Saying, let me wash my hands first. Isn't that hygiene? Yeah, it is. You know, so I cannot go and touch something without washing my hand. So she's got a sense of hygiene. Now, if as a parent, you're going to say, stop with you washing your hands and come and do this. You, you, yeah, you are, you are now, let me, I don't know if there's a term like you are unteaching them the right way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, you could be really needing that quickly, but mm-hmm. give the child time to also mm-hmm. process what they have to yes. do before they come to you. If, yes. if it's a plate, if it's something to eat, if it was a hammer or, or uh, something like that, then yeah, well, yeah. But if it's a plate, mm-hmm. if it's something that you want to use to eat your cup or something like that, and they're washing it, hands, you know, so I cannot go and touch something without washing mm-hmm. my hand. So she's got a sense of hygiene. Now, if as a parent, you're going to say, stop with you washing your hands and come and do this. You, you, yeah, you are, you are now, let me, I don't know if there's a term like, you are unteaching them the right way. Yeah. Because you, 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 could, you could be, you could be really needing that quickly, but give the child time to also process what they have to yes. do before they come to you. If, yes. if it's a plate, if it's something to eat, if it was a hammer or, or uh, something like that, then yeah, well, yeah. But if it's a plate, oh. if it's something that you want to use to eat your cup or something like that, and they're washing their hands first, they care about you, so let them wash their hands so they can come and give you that plate with clean hands. So, the essence of it ensure that uh, we give 
kids' room to really think, to really, you know, get, the, get it in, in their system and know. <laughs> okay, I have a funny one. So yeah. this girl called Naema, and the father said, Naema. And she looked at the father and went back to whatever she was doing. Then the mother got a little bit furious and asked her, Naema, you're being called, but you're just sitting there. And she said, well, she called her name. She did not tell me what she wanted with me. What she did was just mention my name. Maybe he was just appreciating the name, or maybe he was just being happy about the name, or maybe that he had a girl called Naima. But if he wanted me to go, he would have said, Naima, come. Yeah, absolutely. Then I was, I was like, kids have developed sense. And if we want them to really be the future leaders, the future people we want them to be, we've got to give them room to speak. Well, that is what we had lacked a lot in our time. Things were said, and you had to act like a robot. You didn't think, you didn't have to say anything, you just did what you were told to do. But that is raising a factory worker, not a, <laughs> not somebody who's supposed to be a leader at some point. So in as much as we were like, oh, that is a little bit rude, but I was like, I think that child has a point. No, she, she, she done it. Um, I mean, I, I do that to my kids. I'll just what? call a name, appreciating them. You don't have to come to me. I think, um, <laughs> that, what, <laughs> no, she was right. Um, I, will, I will call a name just to say I acknowledge your presence. So Naima was, was correct. You just call the name. We didn't say come. You know, when, when, when you want a child to do something for you, you've got to spread it out. Yes. You've got to spread it out. Uh, come here, please do this for me. And, oh yeah, and I just mentioned one word there, please. Yes. Very, very important for the kids. Please. Mm -hmm. Because they learn. Uh, um, and you say, may I please? Can I please? Mm -hmm. Uh, when you allow them, there's always thank you. Whenever you give them something, they always appreciate. And those two words, please and thank you, are very, very important. And, you know, getting back a little bit into 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 the boy child. Um, how do we now show appreciation? Because we want to grow our boy to be macho men, uh, they cannot cry. Um, even when they are hurt, they cannot show it. How do we get into the, the whole thing? I mean, I know I was raised uh, in, a, in a society where men are not supposed to cry. Even when you are hurt, you cannot cry. Why? Yeah. Why can you not cry? Why can you not show your emotion? This pain that's inside you um, is going to build up. And one day it's gonna explode. Yeah. So don't don't let the pain sit in. Let's not grow our kids or our boys uh, to be macho men that don't cry, that don't do this, that cannot be that cannot show emotion, um, that cannot be hard and all that. We need we need to stop that. We need to now like treat it a boy child as a human being. That's got feeling, that's got emotion, that mm -hmm. can think, that can do things, that can make mistakes as well. You know, yes. things that we mean to now go back and correct and say, well, 
this is where you went wrong. Um, and for you to correct it, this is how you can do it. And yes. It's just like a teacher at school. A teacher at school is there to teach the kid to read, to write, to speak uh, properly and all that. Now, if a teacher says to a child, and write uh, like for me, and the teacher cannot, and the teacher punishes the child, punishes the child, why? You are there to teach the child. So yeah. let's bring the teacher's education back home and yeah. teach the kid on how to do things. If I want my son um, to be able uh, to fix a door handle, mm -hmm. I'm going to say to him, go fix that door handle. Of course, you have to do it yourself first so he can fix my example. Yeah. Call him, show him. And there, there, there are a lot of things that I, and uh, this is not about me, but there are a lot of things that I do at home that I do silently without saying to them anything. Yeah. You, without telling them you need to do yeah. this, especially, especially the son. Yeah. I'm going, without saying to him, male can or male, yeah. I'll clean without telling him. So he's seeing the example from me and although he, even if he doesn't follow, mm. but he will know. I mm. saw my dad eating. I saw my dad cleaning. I saw my dad making coffee for my mom. Mm. So when I grow up, get married and all that, it was not foreign for me to clean, cook, uh, make coffee for my wife or do whatever to clean up a baby. It, it was important because you as a man have done that. You know, so sometimes there are these silent lessons that we need to, to always, always, always do. So that, you know what, you may say, you may think they don't see, but they but do. They do. But also, also the issue of, you know, when, when we don't teach the sons to, to take care of their home and also just, you know, do the chores, when they go out, because not all of their lives they'll be having their mothers, and not all of their lives they'll be having women in their lives. That issue, situations where maybe they've grown, your son has grown to be to be a soldier. During that time, he has to sustain himself. He has to know how to clean his shoes. His shoes. He has to maybe cook for himself and do all these things. If you never let him go to the kitchen, it means he has no idea and he'll starve. So these are just some basic things that your boy must have to know. Just right from the beginning, I don't think these issues of segregating that the female belongs to the kitchen and the boy outside is really helping the boy after all. No, it's very, it's not helping. Boys belong inside and outside the house. <laughs> Girls belong inside and outside the house. Absolutely. Um, they see me and my wife going out and doing the garden together. Mm. Um, and they're like, hmm, okay, so women can do the garden too. It's just for me. <laughs> Yeah, and 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 if if you look at the, the the villages, probably in the older days, I don't know now in the villages, but women were the ones that would go to the fields to plow. True, you know. So there's nothing that women cannot be in agriculture. Who? Um, here's a funny one: the chefs, the best yeah. chefs in the world. I mean. And, so yeah. who says men cannot cook? 
and I've done basic culinary course. And I know they also teach you how to clean as you're cooking. Yes. So that your kitchen is not a mess. And when I go to a restaurant and I um, have a little fight with the waiter and they call the chef and I say, let's go look at your kitchen. I find the kitchen is a mess. I leave immediately. Mm-hmm. Because the kitchens are not supposed to be in a mess. Yes. They're not supposed to be. They're supposed to be clean. So if a kitchen is in a mess, I leave immediately. I, I didn't do a two, three year uh, course, which we were going once a week for that matter. But mm-hmm. those letters are in me to say, yes. as you are cooking, you are cleaning. So even if somebody comes in while you're cooking, mm-hmm. They shouldn't look at your stove like, ah, oh, I cannot eat. They should say, are you sure you're cooking? But your stove is so clean. It's because as you you clean, they are not dishes from the sink and all that. So it's a thing that we need to plant into our boys' mind to say, you can cook, you can clean, you can take care of kids. At the same time, you can wash a car, you can do the garden, uh, you can take out trash, you can, you know, be be the person that is able to do a whole lot of things. When I was growing up, I was thinking my mom was punishing me when she was teaching me <laughs> how to clean, how to cook, uh, how to iron my clothes and all of that. And then I realized those who were like lessons. Now I have learned. Now I can do these things. When my wife is away and cannot cook, I cook. The electric effect, we 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 alternate. Yeah. When she's away and she cannot do laundry, I do laundry. I mean what is wrong in doing laundry? What is wrong in I mean? There, there's really, really nothing wrong. So it's it, these lessons that we need to teach or to show. Uh, we, can, we can teach them by doing or turn them by saying, come, let's do this. And we yeah. do it together. And I mean, I, I do not see why we cannot do uh, the, the girls' chores and the girls can do our chores. That- I, don't, I don't see why. Uh, there, are, there are girls that are that are mechanics. What? But we must must acknowledge that this is really going to be a tough one to to crack because uh, because of mindset. Uh, most boys and most men in Africa, especially, I'll, I'll put Africa because that is where my experience is in. They fight it. It is like um in in our country they call it kukaliwa. Like the the woman is dominating you if you are doing the chores that are associated with the girls. But there are those who are really breaking those ceilings and just changing things. I, I think um, for me, it wasn't a problem because uh, when I was growing up, we used to cook a lot of food different. Actually, our home was like a hotel. All the time, there would be a guest. And my brother, I have this particular brother who did the mandazis. He did them so well. And I kept sitting beside him every time he prepared them because none of us could prepare them the same way he did. And, you know, that's because they allowed room to, like, 
be part of the family and also do the things because not all the times the ladies will be there and not all the times the boys will be there. So whoever is there will be able to feed himself. That was the first important thing. It is it is very important that we 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 really look at the at the chores and not assign them to a gender unless it is specifically that only that gender can do it. Like giving birth, it's only females who are doing that. But also in doing the um the part that I, I, you did not mention is. In as much as you are being very open-minded about what you can do, also remember that being a human being, you can ask for help as a boy, as a man. You can say, at this point, I am not able to handle this amount of things. And this is not just for the boys who are growing up. This is also for the men in marriage. Sometimes, you, are so, you know, we are typically raised to think that the man is supposed to take care of the house, like fully, 100%. You bring in the money, we spend it for you. But there are times <laughs> that there are so many times, and in, in many African homes, that even though it is known that the man is the one who brings in the money, the truth is that it is the woman who is doing is doing it. I I don't think anything wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong for a man to tell his wife that at this point, for this one, two or three reasons I am unable to lead by financial because leadership is in many, so many aspects. In terms of finances, I am not able to lead right now. And these are what our expectations. So what we'll be calling here is teamwork. So if this is what I earn and this is what you earn and yours can handle so much more, why don't we have a discussion? Because at the end of the day, we're trying to push the same, the same wheelbarrow. So how do we do this perfectly so that we don't also attend the, the children with the thoughts that, oh, the father is invalid or is doing this and that. That aspect of being vulnerable, being emotional, allowing yourself to be at a place where you receive help is very important for every man who wants to thrive, to have a really good mental state and also to live long. Because men will die faster because they rarely talk about their problems. They don't want to share it to anybody. They think they should swallow it, everything. And I think those are those those many hormones being kept inside and they all, all those emotions is the reason men con- commit suicide much more faster and in much more bigger numbers than the, than the female. That is true. That is true. Men don't speak about problems. Men don't shame. Uh, even if we meet as men, we, we it, it's very it's very rare that we will talk about um, you know I've got this issue. Uh, in me that you know, I didn't know how to how to deal with it. Women share. Mm-hmm. Women talk about women talk about them openly. If you look at mm-hmm. a whole lot of organizations out there that call people together, it's mainly women, and women mm-hmm. attend, and they come yeah. back home refreshed, healed, and then they find this bossy man at home who now takes them back to to other. So, um, yes, we will. We will be the ones that die much quicker than women. We will be the ones that will be the one that uh, with a high rate of of suicide because of us not sharing, and because of the perceptions that if I tell my woman my weakness, if I'm vulnerable with her, she's not going to respect me anymore. That's a perception that's out there. Yes, I know it it has happened. But it does happen. Actually, it is because of the way we were raised, not because we really want. <laughs> yes. No, true. Yeah. So how 
can we not break the mold? Mm-hmm. Can we not just, you know, attack the water with your with your woman? Um, yeah. I mean, when 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 I when I got married, I wasn't being employed. I had lost my job. I wasn't employed, and um, I got married to this woman who understood that I'm not this man that's going to sit back and say, "Well, I am not employed." Mm-hmm. I tried. And because she was seeing me taking action in thing, she kept on supporting. And when I found a job, what did I do? Taking her a passion. She has carried us through um, until I could find a job. So if, if you found a, a woman like that, then you're blessed. And it, it, it's not really that you've got to go searching and see if this woman will do this or will not do that. Yeah. It's a power. It's how you portray yourself to the woman. You know, be, be honest with the woman. If, 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 I, if I went and uh, stupidly bought cigarette and smoked uh, behind the back of my woman, I should be able to confess and say, you know, I wasted money by doing this and that and that and that. Both who confess, be honest, and you're going to respect you. And even when times are tough, because of your being honest, then yeah. expect always be there. So, yes. Um, we, we just, I think we just need to change one life at a time. Mm-hmm. We, we just need to grow one boy at a time. We cannot change the world. Yeah. Um, we, and we can the one... Yeah, the one boy that we that we uh, whose life we change now can change two more boys' lives, and then yes. the two will change four, the four will change eight, and so on and so. So it'll then start to um, to grow. But we just need to focus on just one boy hearing mm-hmm. this message and saying, yes. "This is the person that I want to be." Uh, yes. I do not want. Uh, to be looked at as that boy. I do not want to grow up being this kind of a man. I want to grow up being responsible, taking care of my family. I want to be that boy that is respected in the society, in the community. And that we, we just mold that boy and we are done. It's just, what, as they say in, in Christianity, if you bring just one soul, if you say just one soul, it's mm-hmm. just that one soul that you have saved. So we, we, we cannot claim to know everything. We can't claim to be able to hear the world. We can't claim to be able to, with these podcasts, to solve the issues that are there. Yeah. The, the, the ears that hear mm-hmm. and the mind that really take it in will hear, take it in. And the, 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 the improvement yeah. we see. I I have improved. I had my um I call them accidental mentors because yeah. this family didn't even know they were mentoring me. But mm. I was up on this family, on this man, how he was treating his wife, how he was how he was talking to his wife, how he was treating his children like I want to be like this man. Yeah. I want to be like this man. And you see an example 
in the society, you follow your example, um, you change. Yeah. And then you're changing. People are going to see a change in you. And then two, three people are going to, like, start coming closer to you because they see this positivity in you. They're like, okay, um, this person has changed. Why is he not angry or getting angry anymore? Uh, <laughs> why, why is he just, you know, forgetting about it? Why is he so forgiving? Um, why is he so, so happy? Uh, well, we know he, he slept without food last night. He didn't eat anything last night. But this morning he is out and about. He is happy. What happened there? So those little examples that will be there will definitely, definitely impact the community, the society, and then uh, the city, the town, and all that. And we'll, I, I think we'll see uh, some growth when it comes to uh, especially boy-changing behavior. Yes. I think, I think that, is, that is our, uh, our goal. Eventually, is just if you can turn just one person. I think one, one person who can change, that is it. Because um, we have so much, so much struggle. We, must, we have so much um, issues going on. And, you know, like sometimes people just don't know where to go to look for help. And while we cannot solve all, all the problems, we know that there's one thing we can talk about. We can give you a resounding board, a place where you can listen in and tell your story, tell what you're doing. And yeah, this, this place is the way we, we are not just talking about professionals who are coming on board. We're going to talk to every kind of person because every kind of person is in our society. Be it a young boy, be it a mother, be it a brother, because everyone has a perspective of how a man or a boy affects their life and how they affect the life of man or boy. So at the end of the day, uh, we, we're hoping that there is going to be a, a little bit awareness in your mind before you take some actions that, hey, I do not have to kill myself just because I think there is no solution. It's not, they say, Jesus said, the poor will always be with you. So there are certain problems that will always be there. So it's about how do I maneuver them so that it's a season that comes and a season that goes. Life is not mm. just about what you see right now. If you are, you are having a, tr uh, a struggle, if you're having, you think that everything is gone, remember that there's a time that everything had not gone before and you're okay. There was a time that you laughed even after some, some calamities. So yeah. it all changes. It, I, I always tell God, God give us the understanding to know our seasons and to know the days of our lives so that we do not concentrate on just what is happening right now that seems to be bad and seems mm. that it's... But the best we can do is to raise above our problems. Talk about them. Let's shout. Boy, you got to shout because in silence you kill yourself, you kill your spirit. Because somebody mentioned to me that where the enemy, the enemy being the devil right now, uh, wants to attack, it destroys the ability to speak. Mm. So start getting depressed, getting, the only speaking you're doing is to yourself and you are already affected. There's no way something good is going to come out of, of, of darkness. You have to speak out so that somebody who has a different perspective can share their thoughts. And who knows, that their, their, their own example would actually show you that there's a possibility, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. No, absolutely. I think, I think the, 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 the boy, 
have got to shout. The girls have got to shout. Men have got to shout. Uh, women have got to shout. Everybody has got to shout. Say, I, need, I need help. Yes. Uh, uh, here's a problem. Can you help? Um, yes. You know, how can I do this? How can I overcome this challenge? Um, you know, on, 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 and I'm not promoting LinkedIn here, but on LinkedIn, you find okay. people posting that they are mm. looking for jobs. Okay. And what do we do? We can't yes, get them yes. job. Mm. What can we do? So we usually comment and say for more rich. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So what is that? That is that person shouting to say, I need help. I can't find a job. I need help. Somebody help me uh, find a job. Somebody mm. employ me. And that small thing, that mm. clicking of the button and reposting, it's helping somebody. Mm. Just like what we're doing here now. Mm. Then when somebody yeah. starts to hear, we are not expert in this world. Um, yeah. I've got my own laws at home. Um, probably my wife may disagree with me on a whole lot of other things. <laughs> yeah, but I will, I will share my experience. Mm. I will share mm. my thoughts. I will share what I see mm. out there. And somebody mm. with, a, with a different eye. Somebody, it, it, it may resonate with somebody. I mean, just like when a pastor mm. preaches the church. A pastor preaches the word. How it gets into you is different. You know, we don't hear it all the same, and it doesn't affect us all the same. It, you know, what we are what we are trying to do here is to send messages across, and whoever hears and wants to disagree, you're more than welcome to to come and say, you know, I disagree with you here and there. That is fine. Somebody that that agrees. Come and say, you know, I agree with you, and add your experiences mm -hmm. as well. That way, mm -hmm. we'll build the platform more. We'll, we'll even build it uh, even stronger because mm -hmm. it's not a, a literature and marine platform. It's <laughs> a, a platform. In actual fact, it's a, it's a global platform. Yes. You know, you are, you are out there. I'm in Kenya. Yeah. And we have. King, um, I've never been to Kenya. You probably have never been to Tanzania. <laughs> but, but speaking and not speaking about issues that affect our communities, issues mm -hmm. that affect our community. Okay, mm -hmm. so yeah. these issues are not unique to a country or mm -hmm. to a society or to to a home. They mm -hmm. are, they are out global issues so let's all come together let's all uh engage let's speak about it let's talk about it let's share our experiences so that going Good forward um we know we are raising uh boy children that are that we are able to integrate in the society mm -hmm. boy children that'll be able to be leader uh boy children I mean, leaders in their families, studying their families, mm -hmm. and going out into into the society. Mm -hmm. uh, our pastor, our pastor always say, um, "We are a church, yeah, as in this building, mm -hmm. but this church is composed of a number of churches, 
to which is a number of homes who, that come and congregate here so that we can all bring God together. Yeah. And I, I agree with that because at home, I need to be the pastor of my house. Yes, yes, yes. Man, woman, you need to be a pastor in your own household. So when we go to church, that is just to go and uh, engage and talk and uh, listen to a word from a certain perspective. Coming back home, we talk about the word. What did you understand? Uh, how was it for you? Uh, and then that way we are engaging, we are learning more, we are dissecting the word so that we understand it better. Yes. When, when, when you shared uh, Trinity with me uh, the other day, uh, I mean, I had never looked at Trinity that way. Okay. It's like, this makes sense. <laughs> Much sense. Why did I see it that way before? But you had to come into my life yeah. and share where you see it. And am I not going to talk about it with other people? I'm going to talk about it with other people to say, look, let's not look at uh, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit as uh, oh. three individuals. <laughs> well, three individuals. One God composed of three. Okay. And yeah. give the example of me as yeah. a physical being, as a spiritual being, and as a um and the one that can speak oh. you know what I say yeah. and good as, as 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 you know I listen to you uh, attentively. As you said, what I speak it mm. Christ lessons, it's Jesus Christ lessons to us. Mm-hmm. The only spirit is the mm-hmm. guidance within us. What do you breathe in mm-hmm. it what says to us that is wrong? Mm-hmm. And physical body is the temple, the God that's us. You know, so it's like, ah, okay. So, you know, it's it's all those small things that we yeah. can uh, plan into the community that will make a difference in the community. So, I honestly and really love and appreciate this platform, Maureen, and thank you for starting it. So. We will, we will engage further. We will invite more guests. Um, we will invite people that have seen to come in and comment and share their feedback. Uh, and yeah, let's, let's just grow it. Let's just, oh my goodness. I could, I could be on this platform for five hours. <laughs> I think my this, my this is just simply inviting you. Uh, let's, let's hear your story. Let's hear your perspective. Let's yeah. What your journey, uh, even as you, you know, interact with a boy or you live your life as a boy or as a man, what challenges you're facing? How are you, you know, um, dealing with the things that are coming and going in your life? Because at the end of the day, those things are the things that people are listening to. And those are the things that people are going through. And one person, not everyone is in the same stage, but somebody is in that stage, that very exact stage at this very same time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So there is no, it's a, it's a brilliant platform, really. Um, 
and hopefully we'll be able to uh, track it. I pray that uh, this will grow so that we can change one boy at a time, one family at a time. Mm. Yeah. Thank you so much. We've taken so much time as we should have because uh, today it's like refreshing, you know, reminding people of why we are here and also, you know, bringing the the, the value for which, you know, the need. In business, you say the gap which we think is existing and how we can fill it in. And so our topics are not limited to, um, uh, to, to the physical boy. We're looking at the spiritual level of this boy, the mental health of this boy, the family level of this. So every aspect of the boy, the man and the society, because when you get the, actually the foundation of every society is the man. If you attack them and make sure that the man is in error, the whole family is in error. But if you can save the foundation, which is the man, then we have saved the foundation of every family that we can get. So at the end of the day, that is our intent and that is the plan we have for you. Absolutely. And thank you. Thank you so much for coming up with this platform. And yes, I'll be co-hosting all the time. Mm -hmm. I'll be... <laughs> I'll be there all the time and uh, I will engage, I uh, will invite a whole lot more uh, participants so that uh, we can grow the audience so that we can, you know, we can impact the, the, yes. the society. Yes. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Alexandra. Uh, it was a pleasure having a chat with you just so we, we make it clear that the next time you 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 see him uh, speaking about boy thriving, you're not like, are you sure? Because he's right here, he's part of us, and we're moving. Okay, bye bye. From South Africa, this is Leticia Moko bidding you farewell and have fun. Thank you for listening to the Boy Thrive podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and learned something new about stepping up for boys and men. We'd love to hear your thoughts and questions on the topics we discussed. You can connect with us on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at at Boy Thrive Podcast. Don't forget to hit the follow button to stay up to date with our latest episodes and updates. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon, and Spotify. By subscribing, you'll never miss an episode, and you'll be the first to know when new content drops. Thank you again for listening to the Boy Thrive Podcast. We appreciate your support and can't wait to connect with you on social media. Yeah, 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 yeah.